Welcome, welcome. Welcome to EOB Salon Talk. EOB Salon Talk is much more than hair talk. It's about conversation that actually happens in the salon, like marriages, relationship, community issues, politics. Let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome once again to EOB Salon Talk. Today's guest is none other than who I call MC Kev. But for my audience there, can you introduce yourself for me, please? Um, my name is MC. My nickname, which stands for Master of Creativity. Of course, everybody used to call me MC Kev. It's a name that I go by because of my lyrics and music that I Wow, we're going to get into that. As so, a kid. Yes. So now, as an adult, it transformed into Master of Creativity because of the art and other things I do with, along with lyrics. Beautiful. So, but my government name, Kevin. Okay. As, you know, but everybody call me MC or MC Kev. MC Kev. I'm going to stay MC Kev. So MC Kev. So the reason I asked you for this interview, right? Um, I know people see you. They know you as the artist. But I know mm-hmm. you as MC Kev. Like you said, master of creativity. So we were in the salon. This is called Salon Talk. So it all goes back. All my conversation goes back to what happened in the salon, right? So we were in the salon having this conversation. And the conversation was about people and people rebuilding their life, turning their life around. And I said, I could name a couple of people that I know. Um, you know. So one of the things that I said in the conversation was, I ne- you, you should never let your circumstances that you're in now determine your future, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one of the young ladies that was here was saying, like, things are hard. It's easier said than done. So I wanted you to, I wanted to do this interview with you because for me, she's saying that, is saying to me that a lot of people are not, not having people they could look up to. And for me, you're one of those people that I actually look up to in a, in a lot of ways because I, I, I think you recreated yourself. You, you reimagined yourself. So um, give me some side story on who Kevin was and who Kevin is. Okay. Um. Well, I was a young um, rapper, an artist. You know, I was signed to Atlantic Records, Boy Rock Entertainment, mm-hmm. um, in 1995. Um, by the time 1996, ended in 96, beginning 97, came around, I was incarcerated. Um, I did 21 and a half years. Hold on, hold on. You did 21 and a half years. God bless you, my brother. Yes, thank okay. you. Um, while I was in prison, you know, um, I made the conscious decision to better myself in all aspects of my being. You mm. know, um, I knew this wasn't the lifestyle for me. I was young, you know, I made mistakes. I thought I was invincible with the things I was doing. And now I had time to think and really evaluate my life and say, is this what I want for my life? I have gifts, I have talents, I have a service to render to the world. You know, I shouldn't be here. So I just started honing all my skills and um, mastering myself along with my gifts. I absolutely now I'm in love with you a little more because this was the base of the entire salon conversation. You said something to me that's so powerful. And I think for today's society, a lot of our youth need to hear that. You know, we live in a society where there's a different movements. You know, the poor black man, they're going through different issues. 
But one of the things you said, you were incarcerated for 21 years, right? Yes. But what was powerful to me about that is that that did not define who you are now. Because that, that, I knew nothing about that in my opinion and you, because who I know now is somebody that's giving back. Is somebody that's helping the community. Is somebody that's an artist. Is somebody that's bringing in the youth and helping the youth to to kind of be a better person. And I and I would hope somebody would watch this podcast at some point and get that from it. So mm -hmm. I, I you know this is going to be a very powerful, very powerful interview for me. So I'm starting out by saying thank you for that. Thank you for your service to the community. Thank you for having me. But let me ask you, you living and doing what you've, you've, you've been there, you know, we all make mistakes. What gave you that drive? How did you know what influences you or, or maybe I should say, what was it that make you decide, you know what, this is not for me. I have better. Just the, just the lifestyle of prison, you know, you, you. You're confined with people that you normally wouldn't be around, white, mm. black, your, you know, and other, and different all walks of life from, from bank investors to pedophiles. And, you know, so when you're stuck in around all this and all these different mentalities, you know, you say to yourself, where did you stand? You know, is this is how you want to live your life, being around these people, being told what to do, what not to do, when to come, when to go? Or do you want to take control over your life and do what you need to do to better your life? So that's, it was, it was a no-brainer for me. For you, and I'm glad you said that because there are still people in, you know, some, some might watch this podcast and say, well... You know, this person I know went to jail or this person did time in jail and they didn't make anything in their life. So what I'm happy about is that you took you seized the moment and you took that time and you said, you know what, I'm going to do what God wanted me to do with my life. He, he wanted you to be the best version of yourself. Right. And you decided because I believe everything we do starts with a decision. Mm -hmm. See, sometimes we say, oh, this happened, this happened. But everything we do starts with a decision. So while you were there, were you reading books? Did you have one person that you look up to and you say, well, you know what? He's doing that. That person is doing I could do better than that. Well, I, I, you know, I'm capable of that. Mm -hmm. Well, I've read thousands of books. <laughs> so when it comes to reading, I've read thousands of books. Um, I have a few mentors that um that was seasoned vets in prison wow. and that um was doing a lot um they had courses classes they was facilitating they was teaching they turned their life around they was very impactful in prison so i looked up to them guys um was taking tips from them they was always um giving me inspiration motivation and it's crazy because the most inspiration and motivation I had at that time was from prisoners, you know, encouraging me, you know, telling me, you know, you got something good, man. Get out, do the right thing. You know, your work is beautiful, you know. So they gave me a lot of inspiration as well, you know, as a whole. So that was good. But aside from that, I had a lot of inspiring things for myself because I read a lot of self-help books, you know, what makes the great great unlimited power 
you know, wow. um, 12 good universal ones. laws of success. Yeah. Like, so these things, you know, really, really made an impact on how I view myself and what I need to do. Wow. You know? And also, I want to say, of course, my mom. I love my mom to death. Always. I didn't want to put my mom through this no more. You know, she's getting older. <laughs> I'm like, you know, nah, we can't be doing this. It's bigger than me at that. this point. You know, I got a family. I got loved ones that um, depend on me and need me around. And so all those decisions and all those things made me make a conscious decision. Well, I'll say this. Thank you for being an example. Thank you for setting the tone so our youth could know that it's not where you start. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I saw something before. It's not where you start. I was born a certain year. It's not how you start. It's a dash in between. Mm -hmm. So thank you for making that dash in between count. You, you, you've, made, you, you've made an arrow. You went through stuff. It's not the mistakes we make. It's what we do after we made those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I am grateful that you took that opportunity to, to do something great with that. You know, you're working with the youth now. Yes, definitely. You know, definitely. I, I remember we did a sip and pain together, right? Mm -hmm. right? I told you mm -hmm. all my guests were connected. Yes. We did a sip and pain together and I'm sitting there and, and I'm like, this guy just and drew this thing in two minutes, right? And it's like today we said, oh, I said, Kev, I need a quick, a quick thing to, um, for the interview. And you, you did this in like... And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. is that how you roll? You know, show off a little bit. You mm -hmm. say, oh, I would have had some fabulous one. We know mm -hmm. your work, you, you know, but the fact that you could take time and you are so inspired and you love what you do. Yes, definitely. You, you absolutely love what you do. And I love that you love what you do because I'm mm -hmm. a hairstylist and I absolutely love what I do. Mm -hmm. That being said, I have a hairstylist question to break it up a little bit. Okay. So I'm a hairstylist, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and I know we just went through what happened to you before, and I know you went through that. Should I ask the question? Now, yeah, let me ask you though. So, how do you like your girls? Weave or no weaves? I like, mm. I like natural overall, mm -hmm. but I don't mind a weave if it don't look like a weave. I don't like the weaves that look like a weave. Okay, now you know, so it has to be you just done like when right. I install them. I know. I cheers. Yeah, cheers. Good answer. Yeah. You got to install them right. It got to be laid right. You know, I don't know how the women would you go through to do that. But um, it's just like when we install it right, right? Install it right. I don't want to see it leaning or looking messy <laughs> or look like it's glued on. Not properly. Oh, don't worry. Just send them to me. I got you. I, 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 say no I more. Got, I got you. Say no more. Mm, I got you. And braids, I love braids. So give that goddess effect. I love I love women in braids. I think so. You just you just enjoy the natural beauty of a of a female, oh, and yes. I love that. Thank you. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so now we break it up. So, Kev, what do you see for? Before I ask you that question, I'm gonna go back a little bit. What would you tell your younger self if you had to say something to your younger self? What What is one thing you'd actually say to your younger self right now? Stick to your music, stick to your crafts, be patient. I didn't have no patience. I was caught up in the realm of instant gratification, which is an illusion because everything in life is a process. We didn't come out being adults, you know? Wait, say that again? Everything in life is a process. And be? And we didn't come out as being adults, you be know? Be patient. You gotta be patient, very. So that's what I'll tell my younger self. 
That yeah. is great. And a little bit more disciplined in, in my craft and what I do. Okay. With that being said, I want to ask you this question also. So we, we, we dealt with your younger self, but what, is, what, what are we now supposed to look for in the future from MC Cap? I know you have your music stuff. I know you have your artist stuff. And um, I'm still waiting on <clears throat> my piece to be finished. Yeah, yeah. So I could do my unveiling, Kev. Okay. But I think good. I want that Kobe Bryant piece you did. You know I love me some Kobe Bryant. Kobe? Which one? Um, don't be asking which one. Okay. Is it Kobe? I done did so many pieces. I need that Kobe Bryant piece, and I'm going to find it, and I'm going to post it up on this podcast. Okay. Because I want that Kobe Bryant piece. Or that Michael Jackson. Nope, I'm going to take that Kobe Bryant piece yeah. from you. Thank you. That Mike piece is nice, too, though. The Michael Jackson piece is nice, but I, I'm going to go with the Kobe 400, please. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I definitely need my piece so I could display it. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. But um, with all you've been through, mm. what are some of the lessons you've learned? And what are some of the lessons that you'd like to teach my the youth that's about maybe watching this podcast today? A main thing I tell everybody, you know, to strive for supreme excellence in all aspects of your being. Mm. You know, you have to strive for that. You know, this is what keeps you in line. Of all, this is a lifetime process. So this will always keep you striving to be better and better and grow. You know, that's very important with me. I don't like people that play with if you're going to do something, do it. That's right. Don't play with it. You know, that's my, that's my thing. When I do something, I'm doing it. I'm not going to play with it. So those are the things that I will definitely um, tell the youth. And once again, I know that um, they, they're impulsive. They, they don't have as much patience. But you got to be patient. Get back to and, that patience. Patience, discipline consistency is the key elements of success so i tell them those things you know and um i'm an outreach worker for snug right. so i deal with um troubled youth all the time um we're anti-gun violence organization so you know i'm always constantly dealing with the um kids in the street right. and stuff like that i also um mentor the westchester um shelter i'm starting a, a painting class Every Monday, actually, mm. starting September 13th there. So, you know, I always wanted to give back. I always told myself, you know, you always do. how, how, how will I be able to pay it forward and be an example so they could see somebody who changed their life and be an example so they know it can be done and they can do it. So, here we are. This is what we're doing, paying it forward. <laughs> I think this podcast is a little selfish, right? I think I did this podcast to just bring people on that I want to say thank you to. I think it's mm -hmm. a little selfish. I want to bring people on that I know could inspire the future generation, our future president. And someone, you know, like there are a lot of media outlets out there and stuff. But what, I, what, we, what we're doing here is about conversation with people that people are not having. Mm -hmm. And I think you are a person that we should be having more conversation with. As a city, as a country, 
because you've been there, you've been through the system. Mm -hmm. And when a young person, based on the conversation in the salon, is saying to me that it's not possible to, because that's a part of the conversation, it's not possible to go through the city and be a success. I wanted to speak to you. Yeah. Like I called you a couple of days, I didn't get, from, get, get an answer. I wanted to speak to you because mm -hmm. I do know you. I have a girlfriend. I know many people that have been through the system mm -hmm. that are success. So thank you for just saying that here. And then you just didn't be, go through the system and, have, and be a success, right? You decided, let me show you how you could be successful and not go through the system. That's and right. that's what I love. So, Kev, from the bottom of my heart with this selfish act that I have having you here for my benefit, thank you. So, Kev, um, how you, so you've been in, you went away for 21 years, right? Mm -hmm. At what age did you go in? 22. And I came home at 44. So, you went in at 22, came mm -hmm. home at 44. Yeah. So, what I was always curious about, how did the world change for you? It changed how so much. Um... One of the things that um, I didn't really have too much issues on the way it changed because I was changing and evolving along with the world, even mm -hmm. though I wasn't there. So I stayed up on current events. Um, of course, when I got a chance to get a hold to a cell phone, shh, don't tell nobody. But, you know, I got one and learned how to navigate a phone okay. and stayed in tune with the world from that aspect. So it gave me a head start. So when I came home, I already knew how to work a phone. I was familiar with it. And just technology as a whole, certain things was getting to me like um, the laptops and how to do certain things. Now, I can so, do it all now. So I was out here and I still don't know how to navigate the phone and the laptop and all of that. So I'm just going to say, you still had one up on <laughs> I, me. Yeah, I you do all that now. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting my way through it, you know, but... Um, what would you say, right? So I'm looking at this art piece right here mm -hmm. and we spoke before and I know what inspire you? What do you think about? So when you're painting it, you know, I'm a hairstylist and I look at the person's face. I look at their, their, their jobs. I look at a lot of things before I style a client. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm going to style a bride, I look at their dress, I look at their, their venue, the mm -hmm. kind of wedding they're having. So when a client call me, oh, I'm doing a wedding, I need you to style me, I ask like, okay, let me see a picture of your dress, I need your veil, how many people, where's the wedding? And they're like, huh? Yeah, I need to know all of that because right. you have That's to your preparation. Fit. Right. So how do you prepare for stuff like this? I Explain this piece for me. Okay. Well, this piece right here, right? We have 914 Day, and a friend of mine's cartel invited me to paint live. So while they was doing interviews and doing everything they had to do, I was on the side painting live. So the viewers got the chance to see me from blank do this live. So that's how this piece came about. And I chose a piece that was neutral, something that's peaceful, something that reminds me of serenity, you know, and landscapes, seascapes like this always do that for me, you know. So that's what inspired me to do this particular piece for that time. And it was um, and you knew fast I like for me to tree. do. That's what it was. Yeah, and it, it was fast for me to do. Wow. I mean, um, 
For some people, things is hard. For me, certain things is easy, and I can do it instinctively. And this is one of those pieces that um that was like that for me. So this is something I would probably hang in my meditation room. The only thing I would probably add to it on the side, I would want some ocean. But mm -hmm. this is something I would probably add because I love that. And because when I look at that, I, it's a peaceful, calming feeling. I get. and it gives you an escape. You know, yes. You know, um, I can feel for the me, sand art, beneath my feet. I, I mm. deeply immerse myself in art. You know, it's a form of escape. Um, it was a beautiful escape for me in prison, and out here it's still an escape. You know, we go through things out in the world. You know, so when I'm creating, I'm in my zone. I'm in my world, and that's my safe haven. So I always dwell there all the time. Always. With that being said, I have one, probably one final question. I know I keep saying that, right? Okay. But Let's it's go. just so good. Let's go. If you'll give an advice to somebody that's in prison coming out and adjusting, because this is what I thought, you know, I, I'm, it's an ignorance for me, but this is something that I thought I would want to know. Like, how do you adjust? I know you read up on it. I know you were reading. I know you were... You know, you were up on it, but how do you actually adjust once you get here? Yeah, because, you know, reading is cool and it, and it keeps you textbook smart, but life experiences is always ultimate. So what you read, it can be something totally different than experiencing it live and live in color. But the world isn't that kind. Right, right. So I, I tell, you know, I tell them just um, be in tune, study. Be patient, you know. A lot of uh, a lot of guys who do a lot of time, reason why they come out and they can't really cope as much is because things is happening fast. Things is happening fast, and they feel they gotta know and learn everything fast. If you don't, that's cool. Take your time, study, because life is a study. It rewards the researcher. You know, that's another saying. <laughs> so, I like that one. Yeah. So um, I believe in that. So just take your time, study, see how things are now, you know, the way people do things. And then you can figure out and fit yourself and see how you would do it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it like them. You could do it your way. Be comfortable in who you are. Yes, yes. And have that confidence in yourself. Know that you could do all things. All things is possible. I don't believe in impossibility. All things is possible. And just know that. And believe in yourself. And it's going to be hard, you know, especially if you haven't had employment for right. years and years, you know. So um, hopefully you'll be able to um, get some type of employment or start your own business. Be an entrepreneur yeah. and do those things. We're living in an entrepreneur world right now. So um, it's always good to just go for what you believe that you are here to do. Right. Well, thank you, because a lot of times we judge people, and we all are guilty of that. We judge people, oh, he's been in jail, oh, he's not this. But you, guess what you did? You just came, dropped the mic, and said, listen, I did that, I did the crime, I did the time, but guess what? And Judges now this time. is me. That was then, this is now. That's right. You know what? People have no choice but to judge you by your action now. So people always think that people are judging them by their past action, but your actions now can change the way a person view you. Mm -hmm. And they, it could always change that. 
Um, and I think when you live it within your best self and live your best self, I think you could always, always come out on top. Don't yes. worry about what other people are doing. Stop worrying about what people think about you because a person's opinion of you has nothing, really nothing to do with you. That's if right. you do that research, I heard that quote somewhere and I forgot where I got it, but it's now mine and I'm keeping it. A person's opinion of you has nothing to do with you, really. Mm -hmm. It's always about them. Yes. Right? It's mm -hmm. always something deep down inside of them. So thank you for proving that. And thank you for being who you are. Kev, we love thank you. you. Thank you.